I've heard it said you steer where you stare. We are bombarded daily with voices vying for our attention. And if we fill our days and minds with Netflix and social media feeds, we can get off track pretty quick. That's why I developed a 30-day music challenge. Listen to Christian music exclusively for 30 days. The challenge is free, and I'll be right there with you every step of the way. Head over to michellenizette.com forward slash 30-day challenge to sign up. Change your music, change your life. You're listening to More Than a Song, episode 441. Hello, and welcome to this episode of More Than a Song. My name is Michelle Nizat, and this is the podcast dedicated to helping you discover the truth of Scripture, hidden in today's popular Christian music. My goal is to teach you to connect portions of God's Word with the songs you're singing along with on the radio, to help you meditate on truths that will transform your way of thinking and ultimately your life. I'm feeling a little bit under the weather today, so I hope my rasp doesn't bother you too much. But I was so excited about what I'd been studying this week about the goodness of God. And this week's song, The Goodness by Toby Mac and Blessing Offer, is upbeat and fun to listen to. But more than that, it points to a name and a characteristic of God that is really worth meditating on this week. So we're headed into a psalm rich with examples of God's goodness in our lives. But before we dive into that, let's listen. Ain't no doubt about you. excited about how connected our song is to our area of study this week. I mean, as always, it's my hope that the song will inspire you to read and interact with God's word in such a way that his word gets into you so that every time you then hear the song from here on out, you will remember what you learned in your study. It's a powerful link if you invest the effort. But our song speaks of God showing up in all kinds of situations as the goodness in our lives. And our psalm this week speaks of the very same thing. I was inspired to head over to Psalm 107 because our feature verse this week says in the New King James Version, Psalm 107 verse 8, Oh, that men would give thanks to the Lord for his goodness and for his wonderful works to the children of men. And isn't that just what we do when we sing along with this song? We give thanks to the Lord for his goodness. So let's dive into this psalm. It actually gives four distinct ways God keeps showing up to show his goodness. And we see him show up for the wanderer, those in bondage, the sick, and the storm-tossed. I told you, it's going to be good. All right, so the first thing you will do in your own personal interaction time with God's word is to read the entire psalm. This is taking the bite of reading in context. Now, bite, B-I-T-E, stands for Bible Interaction Tool Exercise. The Psalms are the easiest place to take this bite because they are self-contained. So if you read the Psalm, all 43 verses, uh, then you will have read it in context. It doesn't do you necessarily, uh, you don't get greater uh, understanding of that Psalm by reading Psalm 106 and 108 because they're self-contained. 
All right, it's going to give you the big picture of the psalm before you go and start breaking it apart. That's the joy of reading it in context. Of course, we don't have time on the podcast to do this together. I know, though, that you are going to take time to read Psalm 107 for yourself. Now, another bite I took was to read it in various translations. So our focus verse for this week is in the New King James Version. Again, oh, that men would give thanks to the Lord for his goodness and for his wonderful works to the children of men. But I also read the psalm in my NIV, New International Version, Life Application Bible. And reading in various translations may help you see things that you didn't see in the other translation. And what's interesting for me is that I actually normally study in the English Standard Version or the ESV. So both the NIV and the New King James are just some translations that are a little bit different for me. Also, when you read in various translations, you are simultaneously taking the bite of repetition. So when I read Psalm 107, verse 8 in the NIV, it reads, Let them give thanks to the Lord for his unfailing love and his wonderful deeds for men. So a little different than the New King James. Oh, that men would give thanks to the Lord for his goodness and for his wonderful works to the children of men. So why would the New King James Version translate it goodness and the NIV translate it unfailing love? Well, and then to top that in the ESV, again, that translation that I normally study in, it's translated steadfast love. And in the New American Standard Bible, it's translated loving kindness And then in another version, mercy, and another one, loving devotion. Uh, So I took this opportunity to take the bite of completing a word study on the Hebrew word translated goodness or unfailing love in these two um, translations that that I read. And that word is hesed. So it turns out, it seems like this is one of the most difficult words to translate in the Bible because it's so rich with meaning. So all the various scholarly teams translated it using so many different English words because that's how rich and deep this characteristic of God is. The exciting part was that the phrase that was repeated throughout this psalm, giving us delineations of different ways that God shows up with his said his goodness. There's just multiple ways that it shows up in this psalm, and I cannot wait to unpack it. So actually, the word said uh, God's goodness shows up in verse one. This time it was translated mercy. So let's start in verse one. Oh, give thanks to the Lord for he is good for his mercy, his said his goodness, his steadfast love, his loving kindness, unfailing love, loving devotion endures forever. Let the redeemed of the Lord say so, whom he has redeemed from the hand of the enemy and gathered out of the lands from the east and from the west, from the north and from the south. So those that God has saved should always respond with words of thankfulness. Let the redeemed of the Lord say how good God is. Or in our case, we can just sing about it, right? So from here, the psalm will give us four different sections all including this plea, oh, that men would give thanks to the Lord for his goodness, his said, and for his wonderful works to the children of men. So let's keep reading. Verses four through nine give us that first kind of section. It says, they wandered in the wilderness in a desolate way. They found no city to dwell in. Hungry and thirsty, their soul fainted in them. 
Then they cried out to the Lord in their trouble, and he delivered them out of their distresses, and he led them forth by the right way, so that they might go to a city for a dwelling place. Oh, that men would give thanks to the Lord for his goodness, his said, and for his wonderful works to the children of men. For he satisfied the longing soul and fills the hungry soul with goodness. Now, perhaps you are in a wilderness season in your life right now. You are in the in-between. You are isolated or lonely, and maybe you're just dragging from the heat of your circumstances. Look at these verses to see what we can learn about God. That's a bite, by the way. Start with God. What do we learn here? Well, he delivers from distress. He leads by the right way. He satisfies the longing soul and he fills the hungry soul. So if you are in the wilderness, cry out to God and then sing thanks to the Lord for his goodness, for his wonderful works to the children of men. All right, let's keep reading in verse 10. Those who sat in darkness and in the shadow of death, bound in affliction and irons, because they rebelled against the words of God and despised the counsel of the Most High. Therefore he brought down their heart with labor. They fell down, and there was none to help. Then they cried out to the Lord in their trouble, and he saved them out of their distresses. He brought them out of darkness and the shadow of death, and broke their chains in pieces." Oh, that men would give thanks to the Lord for his goodness, his has said, and for his wonderful works to the children of men, for he has broken the gates of bronze and cut the bars of iron in two. All right, perhaps you are in bondage today. You're in bondage to addiction or sinful habits that keep you locked in darkness. Cry out to our God who keeps showing up He saves from distress. He brings you out of darkness. He breaks your chains in pieces. The gates holding you captive are broken by our good God. The iron iron bars that seem impenetrable are snapped in two. Picture it. And then sing thanks to the Lord for his goodness, for his wonderful works to the children of men. All right, verse 17 speaks, uh, begins a section speaking of the one plagued with sickness. In addition to their own foolish and rebellious nature, you can see the words really talking about uh, being brought low by sickness. Verse 17, fools because of their transgression and because of their iniquities were afflicted. Their soul abhorred all manner of food and they drew near to the gates of death. Then they cried out to the Lord in their trouble, and he saved them out of their distresses. He sent his word and healed them and delivered them from their destructions. Oh, that men would give thanks to the Lord for his goodness, his has said, and for his wonderful works to the children of men. Let them sacrifice the sacrifices of thanksgiving and declare his works with rejoicing. So once again, we see God showing up and saving from distress. God delivers them from their sickness and from their destruction. But what healed them? Did you notice his word? It says he sent his word and healed them and delivered them from their destructions. Take take the bite of meditating on that for a little bit this week at some point. 
and then belted out, seeing thanks to the Lord for his goodness, for his wonderful works to the children of men. And then finally, we read of those storm-tossed, beginning in verse 23. It says, Those who go down to the sea in ships, who do business on great waters, they see the works of the Lord and his wonders in the deep. For he commands and raises the stormy wind, lifts up the waves of the sea. They mount up to the heavens, then they go down again to the depths. Their soul melts because of trouble. They reel to and fro and stagger like drunken men and are at their wit's end. Then they cry out to the Lord in their trouble, and he brings them out of their distresses. He calms the storm so that its waves are still. Then they are glad because they are quiet. So he guides them to their desired haven. Oh, that men would give thanks to the Lord for his goodness has said, and for his wonderful works to the children of men. Let them exalt him also in the assembly of the people and praise him in the company of the elders. Have the storms of life brought you stumbling to the feet of Jesus like a drunk man, absolutely at your wit's end? Can you picture it? Take the bite of using your imagination here. Picture yourself on a sea vessel in waves so high you feel like you can touch heaven only to be then plunged to the depths. Can you even survive? Your soul melts like a pat of butter in a frying pan. So what do you do? You cry out. And what does God do? He keeps showing up. He brings you out of your distress. He calms the storm. He guides you to a calm bay. We just read it. It says your desired haven. And then you don't hide it. You let everybody know. Sing it out. Sing thanks to the Lord for his goodness, for his wonderful works to the children of men. And this psalm goes on to declare the works of God, both to bring about destruction and restoration. He is all-powerful, just, and merciful. And I love how the psalm ends. Verse 43 says, Whoever is wise will observe these things, and they will understand the loving kindness, or hesed, of the Lord. So our song says, don't want to miss what you're showing. And that's wise because we need to look for his goodness. We need to look for his has said. You can train yourself to observe the goodness of God by seeing it in scripture first, just like we've done today. And then you'll begin to see his goodness in your own life. I love what Charles Spurgeon says in the treasury of David. He says to understand the delightful attribute of loving kindness or has said is an attainment as pleasant as it is profitable. Those who are proficient scholars in this art. So those who take the time to learn how to identify God's goodness in all situations. Those who are proficient scholars in this art will be among the sweetest singers to the glory of Jehovah. So sing along with Toby Mac and Blessing Offer. Ain't no doubt about you. Everywhere that I go, you keep showing up, Lord. You make me want to shout it. You're the goodness in my life. Whether in the wilderness, in bondage, in sickness, whether storm-tossed, we will sing of God as the goodness that has said in our lives. 
So what's next? Well, read Psalm 107 for yourself. Read it repeatedly in various translations. Look for God's response to those who cry out to him from various life circumstances. Meditate on the goodness of God. And then be sure to turn your heart in thanksgiving and praise to our God who keeps showing up when we cry out. And then while you're in God's Word this week, let me know how you're doing. Email me, michelle at com. You can hop on Twitter or Instagram at michellekneezat or michellelkneezat uh, is my public Facebook page, and we can talk about what you're learning. Now, More Than a Song is a proud member of the NRT Podcast Network. You can check out other podcasts in the network and Christian music resources at newreleasetoday.com. And I would be honored if you followed the podcast wherever you listen to podcasts so that you never miss an episode. But if you sign up on my website at michellekneezat.com, then I'm able to email you once a week with the show notes, with all the scriptures that I used in um, in the episode, links to resources that I used in my personal study. Sometimes I'm them, sometimes I don't, and all that shows up in that Monday email for you. Now, my featured free resource for new email subscribers this week is an archive of my interactive worksheets I've created for various podcasts over the years. You can find them all in one place in the archive I've created. You will gain exclusive access to that archive when you subscribe to my email list at michellekneezat.com. Now, with that in mind, I want to thank my newest subscribers who've subscribed lately, like Brianna from Georgia and Stacy from Mississippi. Welcome. Now, don't forget, you can listen to the podcast directly on my website at michellekneezat.com through iTunes or the Apple Podcast app. You can follow on Spotify or through Stitcher Radio or your podcast listening app of choice. And if you haven't left a review yet, could you do that today? Um, Head over to lovethepodcast.com forward slash more than a song. I would really appreciate it. It just helps my uh, new listeners find me and gives me some credibility. And I just love to read your comments as well. Well, that's it for this episode of More Than a Song. Next week, I will be featuring God is in This Story by Big Daddy Weave and Katie Nicole to dive into scripture. If you liked this episode, however, would you mind sharing it with others? I've made it really easy. With one click, you can share via Facebook, Twitter, or email. Just head over to michellekneezat.com forward slash 441. And while you're there, I'd love to hear from you. Click on comment to join the conversation. Until next time, take time to meditate on God's word and consider his ways.